Greetings, I'm Goodness Collins. You're welcome again to our Life by the Truth podcast on the Beatitude. Today is part 10. Let us pray. Our kind and loving Heavenly Father, we thank you for life. Please, Lord, as we hear from your word, we pray that our hearts will be enlightened, that your spirit will guide us into all truth. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 5 from verse 3, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they that mourn, for they shall be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Amen. In our last episode, we learned that Christ is the source of every right impulse. He is the only one that can implant in our heart an enmity against sin. So, if we suffer for doing right, we are to rejoice knowing that there is a heavenly reward awaiting us. Amen. Today, let's examine Matthew chapter 5 verse 11 which says, Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Friend, did you notice the words of Jesus here? It's so shocking that he repeats the word, blessed are ye. He clarifies it. He expounds it. Blessed are you when you are revived and persecuted. And they say all kind of evil against you falsely. You see, if people are saying bad things about you and they are right, don't rejoice, friend. But if they are falsely accusing you, was Jesus falsely accused? Yes. You remember when Paul and Silas were imprisoned, they had been preaching the gospel. They delivered a girl from being possessed by demons in Philippi. They were falsely accused. They were thrown into the jail. Not only that, they were whipped and beaten. They were put in the stocks. And so what did they do? They rejoiced. Why? They are persecuted for righteousness sake. You see, they said we knew what to do in times like this. They praised God that they were worthy to share in Christ's suffering. They rejoiced. Did God bless them? Yes. God caused an earthquake and he lifted them up in the midst of this trouble. The promise was fulfilled. When you humble yourself, he will lift you up. So they rejoiced in their persecution and God lifted them up. Amen. Now think about it. Did they feel like rejoicing when flies were crawling on their wounds? When they were in that stinking prison? Did they feel like rejoicing? No. But what kept them was the command of Jesus that says just rejoice when you are being persecuted for righteousness sake. Here is the point. They started to do it and God blessed them. The blessing came as they chose to rejoice. That is what the Bible teaches. That is the way it is with all the beatitude. He's asking us to believe these things and then it will become real. As we act on these things, then it will become real. It stands firm in our lives. When you are revived, when you are persecuted, you may not be beaten. How about saying all kinds of falsely things against you? Have you ever been in a place when you were falsely accused? They say nasty things about you, unkind and untrue things about you. Maybe in your school, at your office, in the neighborhood. It might even be in the family setting. You know your experience. I know mine too. The promise is that rejoice and take a stand for Jesus. In Acts chapter 5 verse 41, the Bible says the disciples were persecuted for preaching about Jesus. They departed from the presence of the Sandring Council and they rejoiced that they were counted worthy to suffer the shame with Christ. We are told of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They passed through the fiery furnace. But in the midst of this furnace, the Bible told us that the power of God kept them. Amen. So keep in mind, persecution does not consume God's people. Prosperity could kill us, but not persecution. We might even need to pray for persecution. 
Yes, we might need to pray for that. But the question is, what may those who live by faith expect? In Matthew chapter 10 verse 22, the Bible told us what we are to expect. The Bible says, And ye shall be hated of all men for my name's sake, but he that endureth to the end shall be saved. Amen. In 1 Peter chapter 3 verse 16, the Bible says, Having a good conscience, that whereas they speak evil of you, as of evildoers, that they may be ashamed that falsely accuse your good conversation in Christ. Amen. In Revelation chapter Chapter 2 verse 10, we are told what Jesus will give those who suffer for his sake. The Bible says, Fear none of those things which thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried, and ye shall have tribulation ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Amen. You see, like Jesus we must be made perfect through suffering. Had Christ's life been one of ease, then we might safely yield to slot. Since his life was marked with continual self-denial, suffering, and self-sacrifice, we shall make no complaints if we are partakers with him. We can walk safely in the darkest part if we have the light of the world as our guide. Jesus is the light of life for all who will stand the test of time. The crown of life are with all who stand and suffer for his name's sake. May the Lord help us to stand with his word even in these end times. Let us pray. Our loving Father in heaven, we thank you so much. We ask, O God, that your power will continue to keep our heart. I pray, O God, for my friend, that your power will continue to work in us both to will and to do of your good pleasure. Please help my friend to stand for the truth even in this end time. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Friend, remain faithful for Christ until we meet again next week.